Georgia Tech, your daily podcast on the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, Bryce Kuhn here with Locked On Georgia Tech. Hope you're having a fantastic Thursday as we get ready for today's show. Now, listen, before we get into today's show, I want to let you know something. I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite, the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash NCA for special end-of-the-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Well, listen, we got a great show for you today. We're coming off of a big basketball win. We talked last night about it. I'm excited to talk with you today about just what the basketball team could they turn a corner some of my concerns and then i want to talk about leadership on the football field i want to talk about how big that is and what we saw on monday night i know you didn't want to see everything that you saw but if you want to remember something this is what you want to remember well my name is bryce coon you know i'm the host of the show you can find us on any podcast platform that you need to as well but i encourage you to subscribe to the youtube channel they're going to have some great guests on the next couple weeks we're gearing up for the spring season baseball season's almost here softball women's basketball continues its dominance men's basketball turned a corner we hope last night and you need to be in the know so follow me right there where it says on twitter at bryce underscore coon and make sure that you hit that subscribe button hit the notifications set up those alerts so you know when the next episode of locked on georgia tech goes on and listen every single day keep those numbers coming keep those numbers rolling i appreciate as well let's dive into today's show and i want to talk to you a little bit about the basketball game last night against boston college you know, I was talking with some fans in our Discord chat. Make sure to DM me about, and, and a couple of you already have, if you want to get involved in the Discord, and I want you to be involved. But I, I want to paint this picture, and I need to get my patented uh, pencil in the hand here because I think it's just part of the persona of what I have on this show. Tristan Maxwell went off last night. He was much of what Georgia Tech obviously wanted to see last year. They didn't do to COVID and injuries. But obviously this season, they've struggled to have that second scorer. It's been Michael DeVoe and nobody else. Tristan Maxwell hit seven three-pointers, including went one from two from the line, for 22 points, his career high, obviously. And I don't know where that goes in the record books of a Georgia Tech freshman hitting that many threes, but a very good win and a much-needed win on the road for a Georgia Tech team. So let's talk about the positives. Tristan Maxwell played well. Michael DeVoe was a facilitator in this game, and that was huge for what Georgia Tech needed. But I want to roll around, and I want to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit. Because obviously the small lineup worked. And that's great. And that's awesome. And that's okay. But is the small lineup dependent upon a lights-out shooting performance in the future? We don't know. If the trade-off and too many... The, the, the part that is concerning for me, and some people have agreed, some have said, oh, it's okay. But the part that's concerning for me is when you play higher-level competition and who has good interior post presence. Jordan Usher was able to run the, they were able to run the Princeton offense through him at the five. And listen, it was a lot better to me. It was the best game that they've shown consistently throughout the whole game with their offensive presence. Defense needs to be better, but interior post defense is a concern for me because the young man for Boston college was able to dominate inside. He was able to get his, and that could be a problem against higher level competition. They needed this win. I'm not trying to sit here and say that and be a Debbie Downer on this game. And give me your thoughts in the comment section below. Or if you're listening, uh, head over to Twitter and, and let us know. But in my opinion, 
it's a good win. It's a great win. They needed it, much, much needed, especially heading into game North Carolina this Saturday. But at what cost will this continue? Is this the Band-Aid on the issue of not having a big man that's viable? It might be. And you might have to live and die with if the team's shooting lights out, they're going to win some games. If not, it's going to be like it was the past five, six, seven games. So I think for Georgia Tech, they found a combination that worked. How often can that work is going to be the new question. Because Georgia Tech has the ability, like I've told you so many times, to be a good team. The missing component, and I and you know, some people got on my social media and I said, I've been telling you they're lacking a guy at the point guard position. Listen, basketball's positionless. They needed a guard to step up. They needed that. Kyle Sturdivant has been okay. You know, Devon Smith has been okay. Tristan Maxwell feeds that. So he's a shooting guard. And I get that. I understand that he might be listed as a shooting guard, but the kid can play point guard. In today's vision of basketball, you have to be able to play on ball and off ball. And if Tristan Maxwell can match up with DeVoe back there, or if you're running a small lineup and you want to go with Sturdivant back there that have DeVoe and Usher and Khalid Moore, then roll with it. Roll with it. All the power to you. But at the very least, you found a viable option. If he's consistent enough, if he's healthy like you seemed to feel last night, that is a that is a weapon that you can employ to offset. Because up until that point, let's just be honest, Georgia Tech couldn't run the offense, and then their defense, interior defense was also very bad. It was bad. It was sloppy, especially when Jordan Usher would get into foul trouble. So now, while you're never going to be, in my opinion, this season, unless something changes, unless some, a player completely changes, and it might, very well might, but you're never going to be elite in the interior defensive category. You're not even going to be very, very good this season. But if the offense is so much, and if the defense can just be average, then you have the makings of a special season. Still everything in front of you. We know how these seasons go. I know it looks bleak right now, but that was a much-needed win up at Chestnut Hill heading into this North Carolina game. If they knock off North Carolina, then all bets are off. This could be a team. Much like we say of a, of a shooter, if he's struggling and needs the ball to go through the net just to see it one time and that could flip the light switch on, maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe that's what can happen in this sense. Hey, when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about, but it was a big, big win. And we're going to talk about here in a second about, I think, what happened on Monday night. Here's one key thing that you can take away from it in that one. But listen, I want to tell you, this is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. And is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth with visibility and controls of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. NetSuite is everything that you need to grow all in one place. Now, with NetSuite, you can also automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying way ahead of the competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading NetSuite. So here's the deal for you right now. Head to NetSuite.com slash locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Once again, that's NetSuite.com slash locked. Back here on Locked on Georgia Tech, and I want to tell you a little bit about this because I think it's very, very imperative that we talk about it. Obviously, Monday night was not a, what a lot of you wanted to see. But I want to say something that stuck out to me in that game, and it's kind of been put on – it was actually even tweeted out by a George, former Georgia Tech player. And it was – I think it was third and goal or second and goal 
And yes, it was second and goal. And the two Georgia linebackers, there was a miscommunication between two of the Georgia linebackers on something. Now, the leader of the defense, as everyone knows, the Buckus Award winner, Nicobe Dean, got on his teammate Channing Tindall about it. The next play, Tindall comes up with a big-time sack and eventually forces Alabama to try for a field goal. They ended up not making the – it was blocked, I think. I think that one was blocked or whichever one. But anyways, leadership. On-the-field leadership. And I want to take that, and I want to go into what I think Georgia Tech needs to find on-the-field leadership and accountability. And what can that can do in your program? Listen, Georgia Tech has guys that they can lean on. Ace Ely coming back is very imperative. Smart, cerebral guy, loves to play the game of football, knows the game of football, the son of a coach. But Georgia Tech's got to find those key few guys that can be leaders and hold each other accountable. There's been a lot of hoopla, a lot of fun. We get all this. It's a ton of fun. But until Georgia Tech turns the corner, and the big part is it going to be is where do you find your leadership? Listen, leadership in a locker room, let's start there. Take, for example, you know, you have younger guys that are in the program. Maybe they're cutting up or joking around. or And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying that you have to have this ultra, you know, serious mode all the time. But I think it starts with the coaching staff. And it trickles down. But if you're a really good coach, then you don't even have to address it. you probably got players that will address it themselves. And I think that's really interesting and key to watch for Georgia Tech is can they do that? Can they have someone that comes in and says, listen, maybe it is an A.C. Lee. Maybe it is a Malachi Carter if he decides to come back. Maybe it's a Jeff Sims as a quarterback. I know he's not a very vocal guy. Maybe it's Dante Smith or Jemias Griffin. Whoever it is on this team that they can find and say, listen, we're taking care of this. I think that's the – evidence of a very, very good team. I think it's the evidence of an elite team is when you have players that take care of business themselves in the locker room where the coach doesn't have to come in and, and call a meeting. Maybe it's some seniors, maybe it's a junior, but it's a player that comes and says, hey, I'm going to keep you accountable for the betterment of this program, for what we're trying to do, and that's what it has, and, and that's what has to happen in order for it to be an elite program. We talked a lot about on you know on Tuesday's episode about you know recruiting and development. That's obviously part of it. That's the coach's job. But to me, in my opinion, a lot of it is on the leadership. It's got to be in that locker room, and Jortek's got to identify that because. And I'm going to talk about in the final segment about what was one of the worst situations I think that maybe not a lot of people know on this past roster on this past season. But you've got to find leadership from within. And whether that's a guy like ACL, it doesn't really matter. But going back to this specific example, let's say it's a young guy. These young guys are cutting up, maybe not paying attention during film or something like that. As a coach, you shouldn't have to intervene. There should be an older guy that says, hey, listen, listen, you, you need to focus. You need to get in. You need to lock in because we're all trying striving for the same goal. And when you have that as a coach, maybe a position coach, you can sit in there and sit back and tell yourself, Okay, these guys are ready. You know, these guys are ready for whatever's next, or these guys are ready for this game because I know no matter what happens, I can count on that guy right there to get this locker room ready. And I think Georgia Tech's got to identify that. That's got to be something that they look and see, okay, we found these pieces. We're going to roll with that, and this is something we want to see. Who it comes from, I'm not really sure. Now let's take it on the field. Well, that was off the field. Let's take it on the field. On the field, there were way too many communication breakdowns this past season for anyone's liking, including mine and, and the rest of the fan base. But what has to happen, in my opinion, to going forward with what Georgia Tech wants to do is 
It's got to be, you know, the same thing I talked about what happens in the locker room. It's got to be there on the field as well. You can't have it one way or the other. So on the field, let's say there's a breakdown in coverage. Listen, it's great that everybody's friends, and it's great that everybody's all this stuff. But part of that being is you no one wants a best friend that's not going to tell them and call them out on something wrong. And I think that that's when you know who you're true and you know how true and close your team is. It's not when, you know, you're at practice and everyone's having fun and encouraging one another. That's great. You need that. Don't get me wrong. You need those things. But if someone's not doing their job, they need to be called out on it in a respectful manner. You've got to have that. Much like on that play on Monday night, you saw how close that team was. And I think if you want any type of success, you've got to get to a point where, yeah, it's cool, we're close, we have fun. But yeah, hey, it's cool. We're close. We're also having accountability to one another. And that's something that I don't feel like I've seen a lot of in the two or three seasons of this team. I'm going to tell you why in the next segment. So on the field, if there's a pass coverage breakdown, if there's a missed tackle because someone's out of position, not not don't get mad at someone because there maybe there's a it was just a good play. I'm talking about there is a breakdown, a mental lapse in judgment. Get on them. Get on them. And we need to see that. Because to me, and I've sent this tweet out, you know, during the George Georgia Tech game, at some point it's got to be personal. Then at some point you got to take it upon yourself and say, listen, yeah, our coaches are getting a lot of flack, but this is us, guys. If it's week 12, week 13, and you still don't know how to read this coverage or what, 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 what gap we're filling, that's not good. And that needs to be some type of accountability in that department that changes that. So I think for Georgia Tech to be able to take the next step, yeah, it's the recruiting and development we talked about, but inside the locker room, you've got to have those key pieces that everyone looks to and respects. And I know it's, you know, they say they vote on the captains and I get all that, but I think it's just such a missing component of this team is having veteran leadership that really is bought in. And we're going to talk about that here in a second. When we come back, I'm going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of those things because I think it's very important for us to hear and for you to hear Kind of what was going on in the locker room because it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. But listen, I want to tell you right now, if you're a Georgia Tech fan and listen, you know me, you know I'm traveling a lot. I'm going to encourage you to download this incredible app. For everyone that buys gas needs to know about it, it's called Get Upside. Listen, my listeners right now are making up to 25 cents per gallon. That's 25 cents per gallon today. All you have to do is use promo code SCORE. For your college, obviously, of Georgia Tech, and full price of the pump anymore, you don't need to pay it. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. All you have to do is just download the app for free and use promo code COLLEGE for fifty up to 50% cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, much like myself, you know, traveling to do games, traveling to cover games, you can almost spend as much as two to $300 on a tank of gas or per month. Not even tank of gas. That doesn't make any sense. But you, this cashback gets added right back to your account, whether it's through also an e-gift card, Amazon, PayPal, Cash App, anything that you need to do. All you have to do, the biggest thing, is to download the free GetUpside app and use Promote College. That's code COLLEGE on GetUpside's app. You can download that on any of your app stores. Also, want to let you know that Bet Online would love to wish you a new betting year, a new betting year as we continue the march to the playoffs, NFL, that is, and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all your sports wagering action for 2022. New year with a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you have to do is just use promo code LOCKED ON to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 and beyond. It's the easiest and fastest way to wager on all your favorite sports. So start today, bet online where the game starts. 
hey, I want to let you know that I'm so appreciative of you making this your first listen each and every single day. And so we're going to dive into this. You know, I talked about the basketball team. I talked about having leadership and accountability on the football field. I want to end today's show by talking about what I'm led to believe, what talking to people led to believe, what was actually happening and going on in that locker room. And I'll tell you right now, there was a divide between Paul Johnson-led players and Jeff Collins-led players. And what do you say? What does that mean, Bryce? Well, as you know, there were Paul Johnson-recruited players and there were Jeff Collins-recruited players. And the elder statesmen did not agree with the new regime. Now, I'm not saying that that led to guys not trying. I'm not saying that led to anything else other than the fact that when there's a divide like that in your locker room, no head coach will be successful. No one will be. I don't care if you you know went and found Bobby Dodd himself and put him back in the seat. No head coach will be successful in that environment. And so all this attrition you're seeing, guys leaving and all these things, and I know some of them were Jeff Collins players. I don't want players in my locker room or on my team that aren't bought into the current system because it'll never work. It'll never work. No matter how talented you are, it will never work. And so why, that's why I think Georgia Tech won this offseason. They obviously brought in a group of kids through the recruiting ranks and through the transfer portal that are bought into what this vision this team is. And if you don't believe me, go read the articles over at GoJackets.com, the affiliate 24-7 sports affiliate for Georgia Tech coverage. And we talked to them right there, and that's what they say. I mean, you heard Zach Gibson on the program a week and a half ago. That is what these people want. They, you want people who want to be there. Taking, taking you know, your job, for example, and I know I've said this too, if you're a boss and you have people working for you, you don't want someone that isn't on the same page because it makes your life 10 times harder. And that's the same thing from business to now. From business to the locker room, you have to have in any sport. But it's so prevalent right now for the football program. And I so I think guys opting out of the, you know, and going to the NFL draft, players transferring out, it sometimes it look has to look like it's worse until it can get better. And that's why I'm not all, all doom and gloom on where this program is. Yeah, the results, nine wins in three years, you can keep showing it to me. But this year has the potential to be huge, huge. It has the potential to be big. I'm not talking about going to Charlotte. I'm talking about real, tangible evidence of a turnaround. And the reason is, is because you're going to have more Jeff Collins recruited players. You're going to have a staff that we already know is very serious about winning the new guys that are brought in that Tillman long Daniels and a whole nine yards. And obviously Chris Winky, but you have a staff that has a new breath of fresh air. This is probably the staff that they wanted two or three years ago. And I keep saying this is the runway long enough remains to be seen, but having division like that in your locker room will never be the answer and never be the recipe for success. And I want to hit that home again. Because there's a lot of people who sit out here and say, well, you need to fire a new coach and get – I'm telling you, you weren't – he wasn't set up for success to begin with. And when then when you add the fact that you have guys who maybe they love the university, maybe or, – or the, the institute. Maybe they love Georgia Tech. Maybe they love, you know, the players they play with. Maybe they even love their position coach. But from an organizational standpoint, which Jeff Collins hits on all the time – Maybe they're not bought in 110%. If you're not bought in 110% to the idea, it's not going to work. I don't care how talented of a player you are. Football is not an individual game. Do individuals have the ability to make a massive difference? Of course they do. I'd be remiss. We have a whole award on the Heisman Trophy based off of that very fact. But in order to win consistently, win championships, you have to have from an organizational standpoint, everyone on board on a mission with the same goal. 
it's not easy to win a national title. It's not easy to win a conference championship. Heck, for Georgia Tech fans, it's not even easy to go to a bowl game right now. So you have to know and you have to understand that this is something that has to be fixed and corrected. That's why the introductory press conference, it was laid out. This might, this is going to take at least four years we start seeing results. Well, here it is, year four coming up. I think it's where you see some changes in results. Unfortunately, the schedule is very, very hard. But like I said, that shouldn't change the fact that there should be tangible evidence had because the bad apples are out. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let you be the one to decipher who those people might be. But I'm telling you right now, when there's a difference in two difference of players in the locker room, and I'm telling you I know that to be true, when that happens, you're never going to be set up for success. That's all we have time for today. Please leave your comments. Let me know what you think about. Join the conversation. Here's a couple ways you can do it. You can do it through the Discord app. We have our Locked On Georgia Tech Discord. I enjoy it so much. Love talking to you over there. You can do it in the comments section down here in YouTube below. I encourage you to do that. Let me know your thoughts. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Bryce underscore Kuhn. We've got some awesome opportunities coming forward for you to be involved in the show. And don't forget, we're kicking off like we did last night, very short notice, but our Wednesday night lives around 9, 9.15 p.m. We're going to nail that time down. You want to know when? Then join the Discord and join me on Twitter, at Bryce underscore Kuhn. So long. Hope you have a fantastic rest of your Thursday.